This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Do you want to set your child up for success? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Well, I know with Eleanor, when she was struggling so much with math, if she had been able to do online learning at home, she would have been much better able to keep up with the class, and that would have just made the whole situation much easier for her. Don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And half your listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com happier. Visit IXL.com happier to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello, we are here for More Happier, a podcast where we get more happier. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Grudge. Today, we will talk about a fascinating article about how to butter people up that I found in my old notes, and we will compare notes about a TV show for quality screen time. But first, something making us more happier. Elizabeth, what's making you more happier? Well, first of all, Gretchen, I should say what's not making me more happier is my cold. So (laughs) forgive me if I have my scratchy cold voice. It's been lingering. It is lingering, but hopefully I'm on the other side. But what is making me happier, Gretchen, is that I got to spend some amazing family time with the Fiero side of my family Mm, last week. We uh, had three days together at the beach. We uh, played a ton of games, which I love playing games. You do love games. You love a board game. Yes. So we played Scattergories, and I don't know if there are other Scattergories fans out there, but I had not played Scattergories since, I think, 1991 (laughs) in Rhode Island with my friends. I just love it. It was just, I, I was so engaged in playing Scattergories, and we played a charades game. We had a giant Jenga. I don't uh. know if you've ever seen giant Jenga, where it's like you have to stand up to play it. It's not uh. a tabletop Jenga, oh. which was fierce competition. And it was just great to spend time with everybody and hang out. And is this like a Fiero thing, like playing board games? It hasn't really been in the past. It was kind of a new thing, this trip. But the place where we stayed had all these games. Oh. So we were inspired. Oh. And I think it's going to become a thing now. I guess it's never too late for like a new family tradition. Yeah. I think we've started a new family tradition of playing games. Oh, that's fun. That's a great one. There's so many fun games that I do not like games, except for Uno. Yes. Uno is the only game I like. But Oh, there was also Uno played. Okay. I feel like 
I love everything about it except actually doing it, but I love the idea of it. So I love the idea of all of you playing categories and having fun yes. and it seems so wholesome and and pleasant and summery. Yes, and we had people age 10 to 88 yeah. and everybody could participate. Uh -huh. So that was great. And I think, again, as much of a bummer as the strike is, it is nice I was able to go and not be worried yes. about not being at work. Right. Because, you know, summer usually for me is one of my busiest times. Yeah. So that was a silver lining. Right. And it really did make me happier. I'm very lucky that I have such great in-laws. Yes, you and I both, we got really, really lucky with our in-laws, for sure. Yes. And they got lucky, too. They got great in-laws. Yes, right. Our husbands got great in-laws. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I Definitely they got lucky with the, the rest of the family and hopefully with us as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Gretch, what is making you more happier? Well, speaking of traveling with family, I'm in Kansas City. I'm so happy we are here. We are making plans to go to Winstead's and Q39, and you're coming with Jack, and that's going to be so fun. So we're trying to figure out what can we do when you're not here, what needs to wait for you. Oh, and special treat for me, because mom and dad have a storage unit. Our, our parents have a storage unit. They live in an apartment now. They didn't when we were growing up, but they do now. And they have this storage unit and mom wants me to help clear clutter. And you know, I am just licking my chops. I love to yes. have the opportunity. So that's something that we're going to do. But I know you don't enjoy it as much as I do. So we are going to try to do most of it before you and Jack arrive, because this is the kind of thing that uh -huh. I like doing and you do not like doing. So I will Perfect. having a little fun. I know that's the kind of chore too, is like, if I'm there helping, and I think Eliza and Eleanor are going to help too. It's not that bad. But when you're doing it by yourself, or just like, you and your sweetheart or whatever, and it's your stuff, it just feels so much more irksome. So I feel like this makes it kind of yes. like, oh, it's just a thing that we're doing rather than, oh, this irksome chore that we're like having to tackle. So I'm, yes. glad, I'm glad about that. Well, and I'm excited, Gretchen, because we have tickets to all go to the Barbie movie together. I know. I know. I feel like so, everyone else has already seen it. We got to catch up. I know. I know. We've been waiting yes. to be together. Yes. So, yes, I'm bringing my pink shirt to wear. To oh, I didn't movie. think of that. And I have the perfect thing. Shoot. I didn't. It's too hot, though. It's too It's too heavy. Okay. I don't think I Well, but in a movie theater, you could wear like a parka and you'd be fine. Shoot. I had the perfect pink shirt. I'll have to borrow one from mom. Okay. Yes, I'm sure she'll have something. All right. Okay, Gretch, coming up, there's something you've been meaning to tell me, but first, this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Okay, Gretchen, there's something you've been meaning to tell me, which I find intriguing. Yeah. So I've been meaning to tell you about, I was going through some old notes. I just have just thousands, hundreds of thousands of pages of notes. And every once in a while, I go searching in some old document for something. And then I stumble across things that I forgot that I had. And I thought this little bit might interest you. And I can't even remember why I kept this note, because I was thinking that I kept it for my first book, Power, Money, Fame, Sex. But actually, I think this was published after that book was published, so I wouldn't have kept it for that. I don't know why. Sometimes I just write things down. Anyway, so this is research into a very specific question, which is how people can use flattery to get onto a board. So these are people who want to, they want to go onto a board. So this Mm -hmm. is a business school type research thing. It's a very specific thing. But when you think of what they're saying, it's something that's worth thinking about in life. So this team, Stern and Westfall, identified seven effective forms of ingratiation, which they said were most likely to help executives win board seats. And Gretchen, why do you think this is useful to us who maybe aren't searching for board seats? Well, I mean, buttering people up is not necessarily a great aspect of life, but I think it's just interesting to see what people do because I always feel like when I see patterns identified, I just feel like I see the world more clearly. And then you kind of understand. Mm. I mean, one of the things they say is that when people know you're doing it, it's less effective, but that actually people who are really cunning are pretty good at not being detected that they're doing the buttering up. When I tell you these seven things, you're going to be like, a picture is coming into my mind. Well, and you know what's interesting? Before you get into the specifics, as you talk, I'm thinking of Sarah and I on Happier in Hollywood. Recently, we're talking about being creative entrepreneurs. Yes, right. And I, I must say, using flattery to sort of, you know, move yourself forward in, in who knows what way. Right. I could see that being effective. Sometimes things seem very kind of Machiavellian and inauthentic, but then they also can help you figure out, well, if I'm really trying to authentically connect with somebody, maybe I can take lessons from this because it works inauthentically, but that doesn't mean that it can't work authentically anyway. Very true. Okay, so the first is to frame flattery as advice-seeking. Like, how were you able to close that deal so successfully? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is interesting. Argue before accepting a manager's opinion. Do not agree immediately. That's interesting. That's not one I wouldn't have thought of. Right? Because I guess the idea there is that people like to feel persuasive and they like to feel like you're, you're having independent thoughts, but then you are understanding that they're actually right and you're wrong. And that's a good feeling. That is a good feeling. Yes. It's so rare that someone admits, oh, you're right, I'm wrong, that you can see it would elicit a lot of warmth. Yeah. I literally try to do that with everybody in my life. If there's a moment when I'm like, you're right, I'm wrong, I try to say, you're right, I'm wrong. Because it's so satisfying when somebody just lays it on the table. Um, Jamie, by the way, Jamie's theme for himself is Jamie's always right, which you can take that for what it's worth. But anyway, he's like, Jamie's always right. (laughs) Okay, number three, 
you compliment that person to friends of that person, like in their social network. So be, these are behind the back compliments. And the thing is, it's true. Like behind the back compliments, you always think are more sincere because they're not saying it to your face. They're saying it behind your back and it gets back to you indirectly. That feels very sincere. So you can see why Absolutely. that's effective. Okay. Then you're like, okay, now we're going to the next level of people who know how to butter people up. Frame flattery as likely to make the person uncomfortable. So this is you saying something like, I don't want to embarrass you, but your presentation was really top notch. Ah. You're kind of framing yes. it like, okay, you may not want to hear this, but I just can't resist it. Yep, I get it. Okay, now this one is starting to seem more, I don't, I'm not going to say manipulative, but yeah. Agree with a manager's values before agreeing with his or her opinions, which I wasn't 100% clear what this was, but I think it's more like, I understand that this company is being efficient and getting the best work done in the most efficient way is such a top value. I agree with you that this software is the best or something like that, I guess, is what mm -hmm. that means. Expressing agreement with those values to people in the manager's social network. So again, it's agreeing on values. And then finally, it's to bring up common affiliations. The examples that the researchers give are religious organization or political party. But I wonder if this is even things like, we both have corgis, or we both have dogs, yeah. or we both love to right. hike, or we both are from the Midwest, things like that. Yeah, Gretchen, I mean, this is something Sarah and I talk about for, you know, people who are lower level on staff and are trying to figure out how to get themselves in the conversation yeah. at work. We always say a TV show that everybody's watching. Yes. If you know, we always say if you know a showrunner watches a certain television show or has seen a certain movie and really liked it, do mm -hmm. yourself a favor and watch that TV show or see that movie so that you can have conversation about it. And that, to me, is sort of in this category. Well, you know what? And I wonder if that even goes to the idea of values. Because, Elizabeth, if a showrunner really loves a show, that means that somehow it's tapping into their values of yes. what the work is. Right. And so if they're, like, really admiring a show and you're admiring a show, you're essentially saying, we have the same taste, we have the same values, we admire the same thing, which happens to be the very thing that we are in the process of making. So it's actually even more important. It's not even like, oh, we both like tennis. It's even a higher level thing, I would say, in, in your particular industry. It's like in book publishing, if you were talking about what books you like, it reflects how you would also work and create. The other thing I think this does is it puts you with that person in something that's not work-related. I mean, yeah. yes, in our business, TV shows are work-related, but if you go to the We Both Play Pickleball, yes. let's say, it puts you as uh, having something in common that doesn't have to do with work, which yeah. I think expands yeah. your standing, in yeah. a sense. Yeah, that, well, the sense of their connections. Right. Now, this yeah. makes me nervous because, A, just hearing these things gives you the willies a little bit. And then also when you yeah. talk about sharing values and sharing affiliations, you're like, but what about the people that don't share those affiliations? What about the people yes, that don't share those absolutely. values? 
But then you say, well, maybe you certain values you don't, but like in terms of your corporate values, maybe you really do align. We're all about the creativity or we're all about the customer or whatever it is. It's like maybe to search out those points of connection. But then if you're the one being the manager, it's like, okay, let me be open to those things and not have a very closed sense. I mean, to me, Gretchen, it's, we said it first, it's just it can still be authentic. You can do this in a way that is authentic. Mm -hmm. But the point is to think about your standing if it's relevant and be aware because other people are. Mm -hmm. So in this world where we're all, one, trying to connect, but also needing to put ourselves forward yeah. in business, I think at least knowing these things is very helpful. And then yeah. you decide how you use them. And yeah. certainly you want to be authentic, but it's just helpful to know or even recognize what others are doing. Yeah. I mean, I once worked with a guy who was so Machiavellian, literally like I, I just couldn't even grasp how sophisticated it was. And I learned so much from him. He was just running circles around me that I still mm -hmm. feel like I stayed my true authentic self, but I got a much better sense of how other people were going through the world. And that was useful to me. Yes. Well, it's very happier in Hollywood, Gretchen, because yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of flattery, sincere and insincere yeah. here in yes. Hollywood. Yeah. Maybe you and Sarah can play spot the number on yeah. the, the list of seven. Yeah. So I'll post a link to that. For anybody wants to look it up. Okay, Gretchen, what is this week's spotlight on a tool? Well, I wanted to remind people of the What's Your Neglected Sense quiz. I had so much fun creating this quiz, and I've, it's been so fun to have it out in the world because people really love taking the quiz. It's a really fun quiz to take. So you can take it at GretchenRubin.com slash quiz. But here's the thing that's interesting to me, Elizabeth, is that, and, it, and this quiz is not scientifically valid because of the selection bias, but now that tens of thousands of people have taken the quiz, I keep thinking one or two of the senses will be more neglected than the others. But it's really, really evenly distributed, which is fascinating. That is fascinating. And my most appreciated sense is smell. And that is not one of the ones that are most of the most appreciated for most people. It turns out that when you look at appreciated, there are two that are definitely in the lead. What do you think they are, Elizabeth, if you had to guess? Well, I would say sight for sure and hearing. Hearing is one, but tasting is not seeing. Oh. Which I thought was very puzzling because we all are hardwired for sight. You know, it has the most real estate in the brain. It trumps when anything comes in conflict. But I think for a lot of people, they use it in a utilitarian way. Or maybe even like I was talking mm. to a Hollywood person who was like all day long was using sight. So when they are appreciating something, when they're really turning to something for like the most pleasure and comfort, maybe they turn to something else that feels fresher, but it's taste and hearing. And I think those are very, very associated with pleasure because of being a music lover, being a foodie. Anyway, I, I think it's fascinating. So yeah, GretchenRubin.com slash quiz. I love seeing how people respond to that quiz. Yes, so fun. All right, coming up, we're gonna talk about some quality screen time, but first this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team 
and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career, therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Gretchen Rubin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gretchen Rubin. Okay, Elizabeth, on our constant quest for quality screen time, I know that Eliza and Eleanor really came on hard for you to check out a show. And so I want to hear what you thought of Claim to Fame. Yes. So you guys have been telling me to watch Claim to Fame for weeks, which I did, and I loved it. Let me explain what it is. It's a group of people living in a house, and they are all related to someone very famous. And the game is they have to guess who each other is related to, and people are eliminated as they go. Yeah. Um, And there's a money prize at the end. You know, I love reality competition shows. You do. And this one I love because the people are so likable. Mm Mm-hmm. Eliza and Eleanor got me to watch it too, and I love it. And it's very clever. The challenges are interesting. The way they give clues is interesting. The strategy of it is interesting. But it's not so mean. Yeah. My sense of some reality shows, people are just dissolving in front of your eyes. And this, this is not that kind of show. Another kind of just clever thing is that it's hosted by Nick Jonas, one of the Jonas brothers, and his not famous brother, <laughs> Franklin. So that's just kind of a funny thing, right. too, which gives it kind of a warm-heartedness. Right. I think that's the thing is it's a very warm show. Yes. And it also really makes the celebrities, even though they're not on the show, feel grounded in real life because you're hearing about them from the people who actually know them and love them and have known them often their whole lives. So I don't know. It's just a very sweet but clever show. Yeah. Now, I got sucked in immediately because they were like, okay, just watch one episode. And then I was like, 
Okay, got to watch the next one. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I'm going to tell them that you liked it because I know they were very excited that they were going to be able to suggest a show to you that you had not yet discovered. So they will be very excited to add some quality screen time. Yes. And we can discuss it when I'm in Kansas City. Yes. Oh, yes. Maybe there'll be a new episode while you're here. Yes. Okay, Gretch, what is this week's quotation? Okay, this is a poem that Wendell Berry wrote for his wife called The Wild Rose. Sometimes hidden from me in daily custom and in trust, so that I live by you unaware as by the beating of my heart, suddenly you flare in my sight, a wild rose looming at the edge of thicket, grace and light where yesterday was only shade. And once again, I am blessed, choosing again what I chose before. That's beautiful. Yes, I love that poem. So Elizabeth, are you feeling more happier? Yes, I'm feeling more happier. Thanks to Chuck. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and threads and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin. And I'm on threads and Instagram at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast to GretchenRubin.com. And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to happiercast.com. Bye, Gretch. Bye, Elizabeth. The best time to start a happiness project was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So, Gretchen, are you going to wait for us to go to Winstead's, or are you going to go to Winstead's and then go again when we get there? Well, we debated that. We had a heartfelt conversation, and we decided that we're going to go to the mix before you get here, and then we will make the first trip to Winstead's when you and Jack are here. So we we will make that first Winstead's visit together. I cannot wait. From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth... I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.